You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 862, Golden Age of Apps. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's Mighty My Mac podcast with the G-Men, Guy and Gaz. Yes, we're back. Finally. Well, why wouldn't we be? Yeah, <laughs> I, th- I think recent experiments by Guy has made him start to think. A dangerous precedent that, uh, <laughs> that you would believe the world would want to avoid. Uh, but they did it anyway. Is the current crop of emulation of not just x86 code apps, but also iOS and iPadOS apps, a look into the future? Are we getting closer to that time when what OS you're running is irrelevant? That's the subject for the next section of this week's show, anyway. Guy! Yeah! How, how the goddamn devil are you? <laughs> well... Uh, up until about uh, a half hour ago, I was fine. I thought the world was grand. Yes. And then I saw something in the recording that made me go, I'm losing my mind. So yeah. that's what we have spent the last 15 to 30 minutes. I didn't say you. I, I meant me. There was a loud hum in the recording. And I think I know why. And it wasn't. And it wasn't everybody until I stopped going, hmm, that he suddenly realized. That, huh, I wonder where it comes from. Well, I've, um, I've had kind of a, an odd week, Gaz. Have you? I an have. Odd week? I can't, I can't believe that. Well, on, uh, on the morning that we recorded the last show, I think I said this, I, I took my wife and my son to the airport. Mm-hmm. Because they were flying out to Idaho to visit with her mother. Yeah, is it? Is, am I supposed to say it like this? Idaho. Yeah, Idaho. Okay. Uh, they're coming back tonight. Tonight. Cool. But here I am, still on a Friday, not at work. Thank you, God. <laughs> and um, with them gone, that gave me the chance to to try something, try something Ooh. odd. Ooh, very odd. I no. bought a. I bought a new Dare smartphone. Dare I ask? Yeah, well, Dare I'm going to tell you anyway. So okay. I bought a new smartphone, Gaz. A new smartphone? What? What? It, it Well, it must be the... Is it the SE? No, you've got the SE. Is it the 12? Is it 12? You come for the 12? No. Uh, it's, not, it's not the 12. So you mm. bought an older one. Why have you bought an... Is it a larger one than you've got? Because you did it's, have the small phone. So you're going it's not an iPhone. But what? <laughs> not an I bought something that was not an iPhone. Hello? <laughs> is he still here? And Hello? Even, and, and and hold on to your seat. It's a Samsung. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I wanted I I was actually going to wait until you stopped drinking that before I was going to say it, but Just you had you had it up to your lips before I could do anything. Just can't believe it. Just, a I'm Galaxy S10 smartphone. The but world's there, gone mad. The there, world's gone mad. There's a reason why. Yes, there is a good reason why, and it's look, guy, guy, for two can, reasons. guy. Can, th- th- I know there's always a reason why you do something. It's not always a very sensible reason, but there's always a reason. Yes, uh, I wanted to give Dex a try, and if you don't know what yep. Dex is, it's a big D, little E, big X, 
Just look up Samsung Dex and, and you'll find out about it. Uh, that'll be a future. That'll be like a, a future show where I, I talk about the reasons why and and you know the the various things that I I attempted to do with it. And I have to say, after a short period of time, I'm both impressed and disappointed all at the same time. Do you know? I it amazes me how yeah. often that can happen with you. Yeah, yeah. It it well, I, I do go into these with the best of intentions. You do. It, it you just do. doesn't always work the way I thought it was going to. Uh, and as I said, I'll be picking up Tracy and Guy from the airport tonight. So as as they return from their Idahoian adventures. Idahoian. Idahoian. Uh, the house has been very quiet since they left, and I do miss them. On the plus side, though, <laughs> I can watch any damn TV show I want in the bedroom. Yeah. That's I really don't. Could, right. Can we move on, please, now? No, I was just going to say, just going to say, that's the TV set that Tracy normally uses. And for like the right. last year, she has been obsessed. And she doesn't yeah. listen to the show, so I can say these things. She's been obsessed. Right. You think with that YouTube videos and okay. particular YouTube videos, a lot of them having to do with tarot cards and um, what would you even call that kind of thing? Not not so much, you know, tarot cards in themselves, but it's like part of a the occult. Uh, not really the of uh, I I can't even think of the word, but uh, we'll just use occult because that's. You came up with that, so we'll use that. Uh, so, you know, yeah, so these, these these people on YouTube will use tarot cards uh, in relation to current events and say so, what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, yeah. And she's just loving that. And frankly, not only does it bore me to tears, it worries me yeah, <laughs> in yeah. so many ways. It's... um. Uh, it's it just people trying to read the future, isn't it? In a lot yeah. of cases, so yeah, yeah. I think we need oh, well. we need uh, Apple tarot cards. I think there's a lot of people that do that already. Yeah, so, what are they uh, yeah. called? They're called um. Uh, oh, a one is a one is and one is and people that make lists out of lists animals. Yeah, anal Lizing lists. things. Yeah, yeah. Careful how we say that. So yeah. that's that's pretty much what's going on here. I'm still using my my uh, PR40, and uh, that my I PR40 even, is not the problem that I wasn't. We were I wasn't going to even ask the question. I was about average, Mike. <laughs> I keep trying to include you in my problems, Gaz. You do, you do, and I'm not having it. I'm don't blame you it. in the slightest. What have you I'm been up to the last week? Well, not a great deal on my Mac. Mm -hmm. um, but <laughs> don't do that while you're drinking. I know. Um, yes, yeah, so not a lot on my Mac this week. But uh, um, we had a barbecue, a family barbecue last weekend. That's nice. Why, uh, you got, we, you got we the whole like clan there with you. We had the whole clan here, yeah. So, uh, and then on this Sunday with uh, some of the family, we went on a 30-mile ride. It was only going to be 22 with a stop at a cafe, which is what you do when you're cycling, cycling around here. You, just, you go to a point, have a nice cake and a coffee, and then cycle back. Um, but we uh, we had that quite early in the ride and then just carried on and did an extra 15 or 20 miles, whatever it was. Wow, and then in, in uh, there's only three of us. Only oh, three okay. of us. Uh, not everybody bought their bikes, of course. Um, and then on Wednesday, I did a 41 mile ride. Uh, 
And this morning I went out on a, a quick 10 mile ride to try and beat my previous times because I've got a new bike guy. It's not brand new. It's a secondhand one, but I've got a, a road bike rather than a mountain bike. So. Okay. Now for people um, who don't understand, we are recording at, it's roughly about 10 a.m. <clears throat> Friday morning, Eastern Standard Time. But Gaz is five hours ahead of us uh, here yeah. on the East Coast of the U.S. So it is currently 3 p.m., almost 3 p.m. where you are? Yes, yes. So for him to do a 10-mile bike run before 10 o'clock in the morning my time is not a problem. No, But no, I look at what time at it is, and he but says, oh, I, I, I went on a 14, 7,000-mile ride. And it's like, no, what? No, what? No. No, no, it's only 10 mile, which, which for cycling is quite short, really. I mean, you could, you know, it's just a quick, but I wanted to do it. I did it in 42 minutes. I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to get under 40 minutes for doing it. But I'm just, I'm just, I'm telling you that. I just want to tell you the time I actually did it. So, um, because, uh, let me just have a look, to see if I can uh, find it. Because I, I, I'm, I'm in Strava at the moment. Look at Strava. What time did I do it? Uh, well, it's not telling me the time. Why is it not telling me the time? Let me look in um, Apple because the August challenge is being absolutely stuffed in my, um, <laughs> this week. Um, today, yeah, uh, that's not telling me. Oh, yes, 10 past seven in the morning I went out and did that. Wow. So uh, it was quite early. It was quite early. But, um, yeah, I'm, you know, it's been quite busy. So I'm, I'm actually glad to sit down here and do the podcast now, if I'm honest. Oh, nice. Get away from yeah. everybody for a little bit. Well, yeah. You don't want stop, to say it out loud. But... Stop stop going out on the bike as well. Well, see, when, when anyway, they, they'll know when they listen to this podcast. They don't listen. They all listen. Mm. They do. Sorry, my mistake. They all listen. That's right. <laughs> That's, I forgot. Yeah. They, they all listen. Always. Um, so I'm going to go still on the <laughs> creation of the Ordnance Survey. We've kind of gone beyond how it all began. No, I'm not doing that. I know, um, I was just dancing to it anyway. <laughs> we've kind of gone beyond how it all began. Uh, we, I think you all know now why it's called ordinance. Um, and we're now in a bit of a, you know, we're still in that 1934 to 1945 period. So, you know, we got to a bit of a darker period um, as it loomed, the Second World War loomed and broke out. A third of the Ordnance Survey civilian staff were called up uh, and its printing presses were kept busy with war production. Not only that, its Southampton HQ was bombed and badly damaged. Staff were relocated to the home counties where they produced 1.25 thousand scale maps, 25,000 scale maps of France, Italy, Germany, and most of the rest of Europe in preparation for an invasion that might be coming. Hmm. Um, I wonder when that then moving that on happen? to. I think it did. Yes, oh, yes. Okay. And then after that, until the 1960s, all director generals held an army rank of the Ordnance Survey, which kind of makes sense. In the event of a major war, Ordnance Survey would limit its civilian activities and concentrate on military work. Uh, the military appetite was insatiable. The Normandy landings alone devoured 120 million maps, and a total of 342 million were produced for the entire war effort. I think in the next, and in the next few weeks, we'll probably be moving on to more, more, more modern times, guys. But now I think it's time for Gaz's snippets. Okay, so let me get 
into my iPad where I keep my Net Newswire snippet history. Um, LG's new 32-inch 4K OLED ultrafine display for Mac is now available to order. Now, the reason I brought this in was because I thought it might hint at a possible new 32-inch iMac. Oh, it's a mystery. No, not Could so much. It's, no, it's not, not so much. So much well, mystery. not so much of a mystery, but, you know, 32-inch LG and 32-inch iMac. Could be, could be, we'll see. Um, Apple details the way its CSAM detection system is designed to prevent misuse. So there was quite a lot of, um, we've said this, kerfuffle, <laughs> uh, the way Apple had or hadn't told everybody about what they were doing. And um, they brought out one of those graphs where you've got two circles which overlap and you've got the two a areas. Venn diagram. And, yeah, yeah. Well, it's sort of a Venn diagram. Finish. It's Venice, yeah. it's, which is sinking, by the way. Yeah, and, and it's, um, it's like just south of Germany, I think. <laughs> just south of Germany, yes. Yes. Anyway, they've been doing a little bit. They've, they've been saying quite a lot more about the process and uh, to try and backtrack, I think. Um, Apple says, um, it's Apple says fix planned for you, sorry, for you do not have permission to open the application. Oh, oh dear. Right. <laughs> let me reread this. Yeah, absolutely. Apple says a fix is is planned. I wish they'd write these things correctly for <laughs> the you do not have permission to open the application error when using a scanner on a Mac. Now, I haven't had this, but apparently a few people have been having a bit of a uh, an issue um, saying that you don't have you don't have uh, permissions. Um when going on scanners. What's now, a scanner? I haven't used my scanner. Well, you still people still use scanners know, to put things on the I'm just computer. thinking of that stupid iPad commercial. What's a computer? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was miles away. Um, HBO. Anyway, they're planning a fix, Guy. They've not got a fix. They're planning they a fix. Yeah. Of course they are. It'll come out hey, just before the next OS. And and I kind of combine the, that that previous story and this story together because HBO Max to completely overhaul a buggy Apple TV by the end of the year. Don't just tell us do you're going to do it. Just do it and tell us you've done it because now there is an expectation that you will have it ready before the end of yeah, the year. Yeah, Tim, Tim or was are actually they trying, was talking or about are, this on the last uh, or, tech van. Yeah, well, or, or are they trying to, you know, appease all of their customers to say oh we're working really hard to try and make our application much better than it currently is so just stick with us folks <laughs> yeah don't end your your subscription <laughs> absolutely <laughs> apple have been ordered to pay optis wireless 300 million in a second lte patent trial However, guess where guess where the jury were for that particular um, trial? East Alabama. Well, no, my, no. No, might have been Texas. Yeah. Um, Apple has won, though, a partial victory over a patent troll, Optis, but billions still at stake. So Anna's now, Apple has now won a partial victory over the patent troll, Optis, when um, a $506 million award was reduced to $300 million. So... Obviously, I had one story, and then it followed up with a bit more of the story. Yeah, so that's, that's partial. 
Yeah, it is partial. Anyway, um, apparently, um, Apple share investors should give back by buying the latest iPhone, says advisor. <laughs> what? What? That just made me laugh out loud, guy. Laugh out loud, it did. If you're buying Apple shares, you should also buy their phones. You know, to which I've all got, those investors I've, said. Well, all I can say is, you know, a lot of people have got shares in sewage farms. Yeah. Does what, that does, does that mean? No, it doesn't. Yeah, no, it yeah, doesn't. Let's let's move on from that. Let's move on. The U.S. Senate bill would legally require Apple to build a backdoor into phones. Please no. Please 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 no 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 please no 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 please no 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 please no no. I think understand that the person company. I think that the person, company, governing body that is putting in risk my ability to be able to choose a secure and reliable environment that I have chosen. So person, company or governing body, if you want to play that silly game, I along with I'm sure a lot of other people will continue to call you nasty, nasty, horrible people for putting my security at jeopardy. NordVPN have updated to run natively, Guy, natively on M1 Max. I thought that was quite interesting. Um, you know, a lot of applications now, um, you know, are already there. Come on, NordVM, pull your finger out. Oh, they have done. That's right. iCloud for Windows updated with a new password manager app. Is there a password manager up app in the Mac no, version? That, well, no, for, because it's, it, well, well, it's in, in the Keychain, isn't it? In the browser. I think it's in, it's in Keychain, isn't it? Oh, I yeah. don't know. I think it's just in Keychain, whereas obviously you don't get Keychain on Windows, of course. Because iCloud for Windows is running in a browser, isn't it? Yes, but the, yes. Mm. Yeah, but the Keychain probably doesn't, it's a different, it's going to be different because the Keychain is going to see it on your devices for Apple devices, but for Windows, it won't. Now, even if it's in iCloud, that means it's a different process that you'd have to actually um, store all of those passwords. I'm anyway, looking, I'm iCloud right for now. Windows. Go ahead. Okay, iCloud for Windows updated with a new password manager app because they can't store it in the same way as they do the, um, uh, the Mac OS and iOS devices. Um, New Apple shares all-time high as it near it, it finally breaks one hundred and fifty dollars, and it is or at the high it was one fifty one point twelve, so it's back moving up again. Apple selects fifteen black and brown-owned businesses for Impact Accelerator. Um, Apple Card to lose its magnetic stripe as Mastercard opts for Apple Pay and contactless future apple card will start to change by 2027 <laughs> mastercard announced it's swiping left on magnetic stripes after decades of supporting this technology do you know i i don't think anybody in europe or certainly in the uk would believe that magnetic stripes are still being used because they've been so long gone here it's incredible um woman handcuffed at gunpoint Saved by her Apple Watch. A 31-year-old man is accused of holding a young woman captive. However, the victim cleverly contacted her mother using her Apple Watch. Why she went for her mother, I don't know. Perhaps she knew where she was so she could contact the police, but I didn't delve too much deeper into that. 
Um, German politician asks Apple CEO Tim Cook to abandon CSAM scanning plans. Well, can I just ask, why are the Germans asking for that those plans to be stopped in the US? Not going in Germany yet, are they? And I'm sure that the German government could um, tell them whether they want them to do it. So I think that was a bit of, of a preemptive strike by the German politician. Apple are secretly, Apple secretly had a double agent in the iPhone leaker community. <laughs> can you believe that, Guy? Can I you can believe, believe that? I can believe it. <laughs> <laughs> the Australian watchdog considers regulating Apple and Google to boost App Store competition. Here we go again. Now, this one I didn't get, Guy. I was just trying to work this one out, and I didn't have time to read it, so I'm just going to go through it quickly now. BMW surveys Apple fans on Apple Watch app ahead of an all-electric i4 launch. So BMW is working on launching the all-new Apple Watch app to view vehicle information, lock, unlock doors, control, climate, view camera. Ah, so they were say, surveying them about that. So cool, BMW and, and Apple. They seem to be working hand in hand. Carpool Karaoke, the series, um, or karaoke, oh, I'm not quite sure you should say that officially, but I don't <laughs> care. Um, the series renewed for season five, moving to Apple TV+. Plus. Not really a big fan of that program, if I'm honest. Uh, Tim Robbins to star in the upcoming, upcoming t Apple TV Plus dystopian series, Wool. Okay, um... Apple is preparing to begin construction activities at its North San Jose office with a proportion devoted to affordable housing. Do you, is that something which happens over there a lot? Happens here. Sometimes you have to devote areas to uh, social housing. But I didn't think that um, Apple built houses. I thought they built factories. I think this is more along the lines of just trying to appease the local San Jose government. Um, if well, it was that important, why didn't the San Jose government do it themselves? I'm saying no more. Global Coalition of Policy Groups urges Apple to abandon the plan to build surveillance capabilities into iPhones. An international coalition of more than 90 policy and rights groups published an open letter on Thursday urging Apple to abandon its plans to build surveillance capabilities in iPhones, iPads and other products. It's talking about the child safety stuff. Now, Guy, why are they just doing it to Apple? Why are they not having, you know, this same conversation with all the other companies? That and has been already doing been doing it? this for yes. years. Yeah, or not I maybe just, not years, but for for some time. Uh, just because you get the we clicks know. with Apple. We know. Apple engraving service bans 1,000 plus words in China and one number. The Apple engraving service available as a free option when ordering one of six product categories direct from Apple has been accused of political censorship in China, Hong Kong, and Taiwan. Uh, Apple aims to ban offensive words and phrases uh, in the and in the U.S., bans 170 words. So it's happening there. It's happening in the U.S. Move on, folks. Don't well, get too fire truck. <laughs> Apple Card has ranked <laughs> the the Apple Card. The Apple Card has been ranked topped for customer satisfaction by JD Power because they surveyed two people. No, 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 no. That's a, that's a joke. That's a joke. It was three four. people at yeah. most. 
Uh, the civil rights groups call on Apple to abandon the CSAM iPhone surveillance. Get a grip, folks. Get a grip. Don't just do it to them, I've told you. Yeah. The one, the exciting thing, Guy, Apple TV. Have you seen it yet? I didn't see this. I have not this. seen the trailer yet, but I do know it's there. Yes, well, apparently Apple TV Plus shares the trailer of the sci-fi series Foundation ahead of the sep September 24 premiere. Yes. Yeah. I'm really looking two forward to it. Now, in 2010, an email from Steve Jobs confirmed that Apple had considered launching an iPhone nanny. Nanny? Nano. <laughs> it's the iPhone that tells you to go and pick up your room. You yeah. Ah, could you just go and get me some chewing gum? Um <laughs> And I a tin of meat for the cat. Yeah. Do you know, I quite like the idea of that guy. Of an iPhone Nano? Mm. It's, quite, you know, well, it's not that far from oh, what they did with the with the SE2. Well, no, but I kind of think of even smaller, almost like a you know a little bit bigger than a credit card size one. The only you know way what? you could do that would be to limit the kinds of apps that you could run on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's probably why they didn't go down that yeah, route. Probably. Uh, JP Morgan Chase upgrades Apple and raises its target to $180 from $175. Now, guess what, guy? Hmm. Apple has delayed the return to their offices for employees until at least January 2022. That, guy, is the end of Gaz's snippets. Oh, you did it too soon. You did it sooner oh, than I was sorry. ready to nod. Gaz's snippet. Well, as I did it, you was oh. nodding your head. So, you know, <laughs> all's good that ends well. Uh, I've done a little bit of research during Gaz's snippets. And I believe, and I mean, I wasn't even aware of this myself. iCloud for Windows is an application. I think it's an EXE file. So the fact that it has okay. a built-in password manager basically means it's giving windows the equivalent of keychain in yeah. windows yeah because so they can't create because they can't create um keychain in windows of course no not on the os level like they have it no 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 for the mac cool. os excellent well i've got a couple of links guys Ooh, tell me <laughs> ah, damn it <laughs> um Apparently, cryptocurrency is no safer than any other funds. <laughs> what? What? Um, hackers have stolen nearly 100 million in Japan crypto heist. This is not the first time this has happened. Last week, apparently, digital token platform Polynet Network was at the center of a 600 million heist. Folks, it might really be difficult to actually lose it when you're transferring it from one place to another. But if you if you store it somewhere, it can still be stolen, right? It can still be yes. stolen. And here's the thing. If you have <laughs> your money in federally insured banks, if someone steals it and it's not your fault, you can get it back. Yes. If someone steals your crypto, you're fire trucked. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying no more. I just thought it was funny. Um, this one did make me go, hmm. We worry about recycling our phones, don't we? Our iPhones and all the other phones. Well, this link says, just how hard is it to recycle a jumbo jet? <laughs> you know, it's funny you bring this up. 
Go because on. Uh, I was looking at some videos on YouTube. I know, shocker. Shocker. A company that specializes in going to these plane graveyards where they take yes. all of yes. these airliners and you know military jets and all the rest of that that they've basically mothballed and they refurbish them and get them ready to be used again and there was a company that needed i can't remember the name of the company but they needed a couple of 747s for cargo so they grabbed a couple of 747s in this boneyard and they weren't cargo freighter you know they weren't made as cargo freighters they were yep. made as yep. passenger 747s and if you don't know what the big difference is windows 47s well well it's much bigger than that yeah 747s <laughs> that are manufactured for cargo have a flip open nose so that you can yep. kind of open the nose load everything all the way down uh, to the end of its bay whereas passenger 747s are not so you have to side load them but apparently it's cheaper to refurbish passenger 747s than freight 747s or to build a new one so that's what they were doing cool Cool. It's a fascinating well, process to watch. It is. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It just made me smile because I thought I was just comparing recycling a jumbo jet compared to doing my phone. Anyway. Yeah, I, don't think, I don't think Apple has a big machine to take apart a 747 like they no, do phones. No. They should do. They, they should. should. Do. Anyway. That's I would the be end very of afraid of a machine like that. Will you let me finish? Yes. <laughs> that's the end of Gazzy's links. <laughs> Guy, oh, yeah. would you like to take us out of this I, first section? And then, and then we'll be able to jump into more nonsense of in the course. second section. It's nonsense is what we do. Everyone stand by to stand by for more nonsense from the G-Men. And we will be right back. My name is Dave Ginsberg. I'm the host of In Touch with iOS at InTouchWithIOS.com with my co-host, Warren Sklar. We talk about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. We also have some great Apple guests from the Apple community that also talk to us uh, relating to any tips, any apps, any news of the day, anything that's going on with Apple. Please give us a listen. Our website is InTouchWithIOS.com. Absolute proof that literally anyone can do a podcast. The G-Men on the My Mac Show podcast. And welcome everyone back to the MyMac.com podcast. This week, as without a whole lot else to talk about, because yeah, it's been a bit quiet, hasn't it? It's been a bit quiet. For a while, for a while yes. now, it's been very yeah. quiet. So I've been looking for stories and issues that we can talk about that are unrelated to the the normal stuff that we go on about. Usually there's like an Apple event or we speculate on new products or something like that. But I think we're kind of speculated out at this point Yeah. until something actually happens. So instead, we look for some other things to talk about. And this came 
the idea for this came from a couple things. Number one, uh, you know I do Chuck Joyner's Mac Voices live. Typically, yep. I do it on Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here in the U.S. on YouTube. And if you are available at 8 p.m. on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I highly recommend that you go and you watch this live cast. It is a lot of fun. He has anywhere from five to ten people on at the same time. And cool. we're all basically Mac nerds. And it's yeah. a lot of fun. I really enjoy doing it. And it's a good listen. Anyway, so that's kind of where it started. And then as I was kind of parousing the, the Mac news sites to look for something, there was a story parousing. from parousing from uh, Cult of Mac that went into some of the details of a Google project called Games Future, where the Alphabet company wants to bring Android games to the Mac. And this would be set alongside their, their Stadia, Stadia, I can't, I don't know which way you pronounce it, web gaming platform. I'd probably brings, say Stadia, but I You I'm say Stadia, I say Stadia. Let's call yep. the whole thing off. With, and it basically, it brings A-level PC games to nearly anyone that's running a Chrome browser. Now, their efforts to get Android titles, I'm sorry, their current efforts are to get Android titles into the Chrome OS, but future goals include getting those same titles to the PC market with cross-platform support. And it's kind of like, well, so what? You know, why would we want to run Android apps? But this got me thinking into Apple's current efforts to support existing x86 apps to run on the new M-series Max through Rosetta 2, and the ability of Big Sur and future Apple operating systems to run iOS and iPadOS applications. Eventually, and likely in the next six months, nearly all of Apple's Mac computers, except for probably the Mac Pro, will be on some form of M-series processor. And Gaz, you can bet that Apple isn't looking backwards. X86 no. is done. No. Yes. on the Mac, and all that's left is to clear out the remaining inventory uh, through people still believing they want to run x86 Windows or those looking for a bargain in the refurb store. So what does all this mean? Uh, eventually, developers, if they want to stay on the Mac, are going to have to recode their existing applications to work natively with the M-series processor. Or... Will they, or will they, Gaza, he says lyrically, there are a number of cross-platform solutions that, de that developers can write once deploy many to multiple operating systems. And one of such solutions, we talked about this on Chuck's show, is Electron. And again, if you want, you can go and find that show. There'll be links in the show notes to the one that we were, I'm just talking about here. But the main thing is that you can write the application just once and it runs in a bunch of different operating systems. And how this all came up or how I kind of became aware of it, uh, especially in regards to Chuck's show, was that one password, the password application that many Mac users, actually users across the world has been using for a very, very long time, is getting ready to move to Electron. Yeah. And chances are with version eight, when that comes out, and many others will likely follow this path as well. Now, the upside to this is, 
if you've bought the app or acquired it through whatever legal means, then you should be able to install it on whatever computers you own and OS who cares about the operating system. But there's a downside. However, this also means that whatever custom goodness your OS has won't be implemented unless it's programmed in already. And in the case of the Mac, there is a bunch of accessibility features that won't be available and or really anything else that's strictly custom for the Mac. And I'm assuming that since one password is moving to this, that their legendary security will still be there. But if you look at applications like the Slack app and Discord, these are um, Electron apps, I believe. I believe they both are. I know Slack is. And if you look at their interface, they don't really have a, a menued interface that's built into the application. I mean, you have a menu, but it's really what's just there based on the operating system. So these companies are creating these applications through Electron or through other services like this and putting them out there for any operating system that uh, that they'll run on, which is almost all of them. So do you think that going forward, this is what we're going to see from most developers? Well, my, my question would be, mm -hmm. is it then worth a manufacturer um is it behoven on them to actually produce an operating system that can't accept these sorts of applications but then <coughs> to give their users better and improved processes because as a developer why wouldn't you produce something which is like going to be multi-platform I mean, that's the obvious, that's the first statement. So the, the pro side is as a developer, why wouldn't I want to do this unless those, um, those OSs or those software environments don't allow me to do certain things with the application I'd like them to do, then you obviously wouldn't want to use it unless there's some tie-ins to the OS, which you're not allowed to do, or you can't do with those, those, um, environments. So as an, as a developer, why wouldn't you do it? So then my question reverses and to the point I made, if you're creating an OS, is there any reason why you want to create an OS? Because there's no, it doesn't give you any advantages to give to your users other than you have control over that environment on the devices that you might sell them. So from Apple's perspective, I think it, it, it makes sense that they will continue. They won't block these sorts of applications because well, they can't. To, well, no, Not they easily. can't. No, no. But if they could, they could you imagine? Would, honestly, well, yeah, yeah. But could you imagine the backlash that they would get? Yeah, it would be bad. It would, it be, would be really be. bad. <laughs> so they're the not going to do stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the small potatoes compared yeah, what to what is, they what, get. what is that word? Um, te uh, kettle in a in a tea cup? Yeah, no, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
something in a storm in a teacup. I don't know. Storm in a teacup. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. It would it would resolve into insignificance. I think um, (laughs) with the Ferrari that you would hear if they did that, or the Ferrari, or the Ferrari. Yeah. Um, So so I'm a bit confused as to what OS manufacturers would think about this and where they would want to go, and would it stop them from producing lots of tie-ins excuse me bless you sir sorry sorry i just had to sneeze then um would it stop them from producing an os which is more robust than they supposedly are now um i don't know i don't know would would it mean that they're going to be more secure um can you imagine? I mean, Microsoft seems to be getting an awful lot of hits at the moment about the, the insecurity. Oh, for Windows and 11? The, yeah, and the fact that they're not making sure that their current OS and there's lots of bugs which are being found, which, you know, have been reported many months ago and still not looked at. Um, okay, well, you know what? Let's, it, let's, uh, let's switch tracks for just a second. Go and, on then. And talk about that. Microsoft with Windows 11 is finally doing something they should have done 20 years ago or starting the process of something they should have done 20 years ago, which was abandon or get rid of a lot of the old legacy code that has been in their operating system, almost going all the way back to Windows 1, for God's sake. Okay. And there will be a, and we talked about this earlier, there will be a big kerfuffle over this but i applaud them for doing now finally what they were going to have to do eventually so i mean we'll see what the the and i know this isn't anything to do with what we were just talking about but we'll see what happens with windows 11 and if they can come up with a better operating system Yes, but, so so it kind of links in because if they're thinking okay we've got an os we've got microsoft office we don't need to produce anything else because developers are out there and they're developing on platforms which means that they can just use their app cross-platform yeah so we, so that means that we don't have to tie people in to our systems so the two biggest that have got um got a, a finger in these pies is of course android and apple because when when they they like to try and tie you in to their their environments their now apple now their ecosystem now apple have got a better handle on this because they are producing multiple different types of devices whereas android you've got lots of manufacturers all trying to vow for different types of products against other manufacturers whereas apple they kind of try and keep the whole gamut under their own ecosystem and they do so and they do and they do but there's a lot of crossover certainly with um, with apple and windows users because obviously that's obvious because they're you know from a, a, a pc perspective there are more windows users than there are pretty much anything else to be honest with you but i i just worry about what this is going to do to the os's more than the fact that 
um, it's more more than the fact that developers might go down that route and the impact that it might have on the on the the actual applications. I'm more concerned about the base OS systems and what this is, what implications this could have on on the manufacturers producing the OSs. It's well, that's that's a that's like the the biggest part of the problem because one of the ways that Apple and companies that create Windows computers try to hook you into what it is that that they're selling is the special little bits they put in to say well we're we're better than than product x and y over there because yep. we do this and you know and then x and y say well you don't but you do that but you don't do this and and microsoft says well I, we don't care because we're going to do what we want to do with with our stuff apple has spent a lot of time since 1983 1984 developing their brand in such a way that it is different from the other platforms that are out there. I mean, there is some some crossover, but there there was going to be because there's only so many ways that you can climb a tree, so to speak. Yeah. So if you have an application that doesn't have to follow the rules that you put down for your operating system, that other applications that are using the hooks that you have built into your OS, then it's <clears throat> it's cheaper for the developer, but in the long run could be more expensive for the end user. And I, yeah. I wonder if cost alone would be a deciding factor for someone trying to decide between, and you know, the, the th let, let's say Acorn, the, the the graphics program goes into yep. this and they decide to use um uh, what, what was it called uh losing my mind um where are you going the the name of the the platform we, we've been talking about this entire time and now i can't remember what it's called uh i know i got it here someplace you, you said it a couple of times is it in there um oh when you say it, i'm going to be annoyed now uh electron there Electron. Electron. Let's yeah. say Acorn decides to go Electron while uh, Adobe decides to stick with their tried and true and doing it through the operating system. But Acorn is able to do it for a much lower price. Yeah. If the basic functionality that, say, 75 to 80% of the people that, that want to use a program like this is there in Acorn, but it's, it's one quarter of the price of Photoshop, would people abandon Photoshop for Acorn if it if with Acorn not having all of those same hooks into the operating system that Photoshop does. I know it's kind um, of a mixed <clears throat> metaphor. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, it, it yeah, it was a bit. It was a bit. But but well that's that's the issue that I've got. How many um how many links and fixes into the OS are going to be there moving forward from the OS manufacturers if a lot of the apps that are being used just can run multi-platform and therefore they don't need to make any, you know, they really then have to push the OS as being the differential as to why you would move into that into that environment and that ecosphere. And perhaps that's where Apple's going with their security piece. 
you know, um, oh, yes, iCloud for Windows, you mean? Well, no, no, no. I just, I just mean their ecosphere generally. They're, oh, you know, okay. They, okay. Ignore that. I'm, I'm talking about the, the the whole ethos of being secure. Um, and perhaps they've, they're seeing this and they realize that actually we've got to make sure that the OS has a big enough pull for people to be able to stick with this particular OS over any other. Because some of the apps will be multi-platform. It doesn't matter where you use them. Yeah, it's, and you know, one of the things that, that I've been talking about for a while is this, it, there seems to be a push back to thin clients almost to where yeah. Yeah. the operating system and, and Microsoft is kind of going in this direction. The operating system isn't on the computer itself. It's, yeah. it's in the cloud. So you basically just have this box that has a, a processor and some graphics capability and that's plugged into a monitor, keyboard and mouse in whatever fashion you have those there. And yeah. then every single thing that you're doing from the moment you turn that machine on is, is stored in the cloud, created in the cloud or computed in the cloud. And most, you know, 99% of the processing is done there and not on your own computer. And that's not necessarily a world that a lot of people want to live in. No. All right. No, no, but the but the the OS um, writers do. Yeah. Well, you if you want to differentiate yourself from someone else, then you have to have something that's unique to your platform that the other people don't have. Yeah. And that's the yeah. problem that Windows computer manufacturers have, and that's the problem that Android phone makers have is they don't control the operating system. All they can do is bake their hardware to run whatever the operating system is along with the hooks that, that they have uh, into their devices to make to differentiate them from the devices of another company. And it, it's why something like Samsung DeX, you know, going way, way, way back here into the podcast, is so interesting to me, but almost looks like it will have an automatic fail because Samsung doesn't control the operating system in which it exists. So we'll see how that works. And yeah, I, I'm not going to go into the details now because I'm still kind of playing with it. Um, but it's, it's, it's kind of where I was hoping the industry was going to go, but so far hasn't. And we won't go any more into that than, than that right there. So that's that's what's <laughs> that's the whole thought process that I had based on that 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 Electron and other cross-platform programming environments, and I'm not a developer and I'm not a programmer, seem to be kind of bypassing what makes each operating system unique in order to give a write once read many option to developers. And whether that's good or not, time will tell. Cool. I'm nodding my head. I Did knew you, you were. Gases and I was ready to mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. Okay, talking about OS's guy. Yeah. Um, did you know that holding the option key while resizing a window resizes it from the center of that particular window? Um, so if you hover your mouse and you've got a, let's say you've got a window which is open on your screen uh, and you hover your mouse over um, um, 
the corner of that particular application. And when you press option and then you pull out with the, you know, the arrow going in one direction or the other, mm -hmm. um, uh, basically it will resize that window from the center so that obviously it expands. So this isn't so that you can get it large to full screen because we all know how to do that with uh, various different options about double clicking on the green button. Um, this actually um, does it so it goes from the center. However, you can also hold the shift key while resizing the window and that just keeps the proportions of the screen the same, um, which is slightly different. So what you may want to do is just experiment with your window. If you're finding on the new OS that this isn't working quite how you 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 thought, press the either the shift key or the option key first, because this is it, it, it seems odd actually that sometimes you need to you need to actually press the key first before actually doing it, I yeah. found. But basically, um, yeah, using those two different and have a play with how it resizes the windows. I see you're nodding your head. I am. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. Gaz, you are absolutely right. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the whole process just seems to get longer and longer. I was actually trying that, and I find that probably the, the shift make the window bigger is the one mm -hmm. that would work best for me okay very good well we're all different guy we are um no picks we do have oh actually you know uh actually no we don't have that email feedback do we that was from last week that was from last week i forgot to get uh I, I, let me just check um Yes, Carl. Yes, forgot yes. to get rid of that. Okay, something I forgot to mention last week because we we had a uh, audio feedback from Scottish Jim that if you do an iTunes review or or really anything that we use on the show, that you are entitled to a woo T, which is a big W, big O, big O, big T, little I, little E, exclamation mark, woo. T and I don't know, uh, Jim. If you're listening to this, please contact me and let me know if you already have a Woody, if you would like a Woody, if you would like me to lose your email address because you never want to hear from me again. There should be something along those lines. However, we do have another audio comment from Jim, and these are these are actually I think closer to bumpers than anything else i think they are i they think that's are. what he's i think that's what he's going for if i'm honest and we have one more here i'm gonna go ahead and play it quality entertainment mm -hmm. quality entertainment hmm quality entertainment <laughs> <laughs> my mark podcast with guy and guys thank you jim We've really, quality really, entertainment it is quality <laughs> entertainment now uh if after all of this you would like to help contribute to 
my ever-growing costs in doing this show, you can do so by going to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Mac Parrot, coffee, ko-fi.com forward slash Mac Parrot, or PayPal through paypal.me forward slash Mac Parrot. Now, Gaz. Did you notice anything then? Yeah, I didn't hear a damn thing. Yeah. It's sad. Uh I'm, cha I'm chasing, I'm changing the way I chase you around the board. I was thought for a minute you were going to say you're chasing dragons, and I was going to say that doesn't make any sense at all. There they go. It's multiple. <laughs> Polly, want, Polly want a shotgun? So, Gaz, if people wanted to get a hold of you and say, my God, why won't that parrot shut up? How would they do so? And here's where I struggle, because I've got to play this, because I know what's going to happen. Right. You can send an email to gazjz at mymac.com or on the Twitter's twitter.com forward slash gazmazgaz. M-A-Z. You can also contact Guy and myself on the Twitter's twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz. G-A-Y, G-A-Y, G-U-Y, A-N-D. All bright and beautiful. G A Z Z cars cars nobody cars. nobody can hear what I'm saying when you keep interrupting me I know but um, that's what I do <laughs> you can also oh I nearly did a Jaws one then um, you can also send an email to feedback at mymac.com that's F W -E D B A C K I have to I have to get that quicker and quicker and quicker so you can't do those little bits you see um, now now now. Do we know it was a guy? Well, of course we know it was a guy. The guy was paid at 75 Absolutely. grand. Absolutely. I like no. to go with guy. So do I. Who so would? do I. So do I. My Mac. Yes. Yes. My Mac what? <laughs> That's a new one. I don't remember hearing that one before. <laughs> My Mac shut down. <laughs> So that's the wish of so many people. Yeah, so many people. So, so many, many people. people. Guy says. What hmm. did Guy say? I don't know what Guy says. Guy says. His name was Guy. Yes, yes, absolutely. He's the guy. Definitely he's the guy. Guy. Guy? Yeah. You remember Guy? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Guy's the one. Definitely. No fool on no. If you want. <laughs> if you want. An email from Guy. How on this planet this flat planet, would you do it? This flat planet. This flat planet that we all live on and can fall off the edge at any time. You would send that to guy at mymac.com. You could also reach me on the Twitters. I am Mac Parrot and Vert ah. Shark. Over there on the Twitters. Uh, what else? Vert Shark. Vert Shark is... VertShark.com is the website to see all the the latest audios and videos. Uh, you can subscribe to Vert Shark over there on the tubes of you and get all that stuff too. And Gaz, we have a Skype telephone number. Oh my God. Do we? We do. We do. That Skype telephone number is one or plus one outside of the United States, 703-436-9501. That number again is one or plus one seven oh three four three six nine five oh one. I forgot to say zero instead of Oh, but that's okay. Okay. And okay. If you don't want to do the one or plus one, just go right to that Skype app and type in 703-436-9501. So thank you. This is the end of the show. It's coming up real quick here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everyone 
who downloads and listens listens to the mymac.com podcast. It is greatly appreciated from both Gaz and myself. And Gaz, I think we're good enough. Nope. After all this time. Yes, yes nope. we are. Nope. And that we're smart enough. Nope. Okay. Maybe not. But Wilf Garnet, Wolf, Wilf, Wolf, Wolf, Wilf. People like us. Etre so dans la mansion signifie que vous pouvez pita et na jamais dit que vous êtes de sol. Guy. Yes, I'm just looking at what that translates to and it's making me laugh again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not reading that out. I don't Guy, yeah. how do you get a baby astronaut to sleep? Do you rocket him? No, you nearly had it. You nearly had it. You just say, you rocket. Oh. Oh. End. <laughs> End. Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, the Let's Talk Podcasts, Essential Apple Podcast, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. I've got the door closed. It'll keep the cats out. Yeah, with, with me being the only person here, they're like... All over you. All over me. And it's like, I love you guys, but Not sometimes... I just want to be left the f alone. Yeah, Leave me alone. You, yeah, you f cat. Yeah, and then they say to me, "No, that's not going to do it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that's not going to do it. Yeah, nah. and, and the part that really dis that disturbs me is when I get home and you know their food bowl is empty. I want to discuss all this behavior. Yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> However, yeah. once they're fed, nice work. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm nice whack. Nice whack. You know, I have to like overfill their bowls and stuff before I leave for work because yeah. I'm not going to be there for you know eight hours or more. You're on the right track. Yeah. Yeah. No fooling. Yeah. My Mac Podcast 862. Golden Age of Apps. That sucked. I'm going to do it again. <sighs> do you want to put just you on the video? No, that's all right. I can. When where I where I um, edit it, I can isolate it to each oh, either, didn't either one of our our screens. Oh, right. Yeah, so I actually the last couple of times that well, it's it's not that it's a change. I basically just forgot that I could do that. <laughs> so I kept trying to go. Well, I need to isolate Gaz. I need to isolate my sis. No, you don't. It's just that audio that you have to isolate because <laughs> that all records on a single track. Nincompoop. <laughs> I know. I totally am. My Mac Podcast 862, Golden Age of Apps. How work? That'll work. All right, stop and shave. All right. Yeah, I've got to clean the house up. So we've got the next bit. Oh, yeah. have you made? Have you left a mess? No, actually, I have not. Um, I've got a few dishes to do, and it's mostly related to breakfast this morning. I might do some laundry, but I'm kind of guessing that. Um, 
They'll Tracy have a load and Guy anyway. did their laundry while they were out there in Idaho, probably like yesterday, because that's what Tracy does. Okay. Um, and a couple of things to put away, because, you know, I, I've got that Samsung Dex thing set up downstairs yeah. in, in the family room. It doesn't need to still be there. Uh, just you basically just like, Oh, I left this out. I'll put this away. You know, I mean that kind of stuff that the house isn't cause you have to remember because I'm working Monday through Friday, I'm not here to make a mess. Yeah. yeah. So there hasn't been, there hasn't been that much, that much to really clean up other than just keeping the, the kitchen clean. And they were only gone a week. I mean, how much damage can I do in a week? <laughs> Oh, sometimes the things I say, I don't even. Yeah. Think I say <laughs> sometimes the thing you say just aren't funny, and sometimes they just they, are. They just are. <laughs> All right. So, so what films have you been watching this week? Oh, I watched one. And it was it was so stupid. It was what it had um, Daniel Radcliffe in it, and some girl I can't think of what her name is. Where he he's a he was in med school, caught his girlfriend cheating, got you know he dumped her, and then spent like a year doing nothing until he meets this girl at a party at at uh, uh, what's his name Driver the guy that was in Star Wars Andrew Driver is that his name mm. starts with I don't a, know. his first name I don't know I don't the know. guy that was the big bad Kylo Ren in oh, the, Kylo, oh right okay. Something driver, can't think of it. Um, he's in it, and he's a lot sausage taller. Sausage driver. Yes, sausage driver. He is much taller than I thought he was. Either that, or Daniel Radcliffe is really, really short. And I think, I think Daniel, I think Daniel Radcliffe is quite short. Okay, well, he like towered over Radcliffe, and it was okay. I mean, it was it was more or less predictable on, on how it was going to end, as you know, most of these romance movies do end yeah um i watched this the second episode of star trek lower decks which was <laughs> so funny uh what else i oh god it was i watched a bunch of abbott and costello movies <laughs> from the 40s I used, to, I used to love them and it was all the monster them. ones so it was frankenstein that had of course the wolfman and dracula in it as well yeah. Uh, there was one where they, they meet the mummy and there's another one with the invisible man and you know all of the, the universal pictures monsters you know they kind of threw Abbott and Costello there in it as well yeah um, Buck Privates I watched that one again so that was like one entire night I woke up and there was like some movie on I had no idea what it was about but you wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning and there's a movie on, and you're like, what, what? Hey, what? hold on a minute here. And what's even weirder is if you're dreaming and somehow the dialogue from the movie yep. gets embedded in the dream, yep. and your dream character yep. is like, what the fire truck are you talking about? Because it has nothing to do. Your subconscious mind is so weird, or at least mine yeah, is. It's brilliant. Yeah, where it, it's like, I'm going to draw in all of this outside stimuli yep. into this dream. And it is just gonna f with 
your life. <laughs> it really is. And when you wake up, you will be utterly confused and disoriented. And the cats will look at you and say, why haven't you fed me yet? Yeah, because that's always what they say. That's what cats do. And it's kind of like you ever see a cat or a dog when they're deep asleep and you see their, their like paws yeah. twitching. Yeah. Yeah. And you think, oh, it's because they think they're running in a field. When in reality, it's the Abbott and Costello movie that you're watching has somehow gotten into their doggy or kitty dream. And they're very, very confused over what's going on. Anyway, yeah. so um, it's it's been a lot of that. I keep looking for, because I mean, honestly, I, I watch a lot of the new movies. And maybe it's because I'm, you know, almost 61 now. But it, it just seems like, wow, this is such a retread of everything I've been watching for the last 40 plus yeah. years yeah. and not done well that I keep going back to movies that were made in like the, the 30s and the 40s and watching those. And granted, you know, they don't have the language, they don't have the sex and they don't have a lot of the violence, but that's in a lot of ways, that's almost a plus. Yeah, yeah. And they're just they're just fun. They're just fun to watch. So that's 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 a lot of what I've been watching. That's cool. That's cool. Oh, and I saw the last season ending episode of uh, Star Wars: The Bad Batch, which I've really enjoyed. I thought it was going to be. It's it's animated. It's like that three D animation thing. I've just not got into those. I have tried. I've tried to watch them, but I just really can't get into them. Rebels was a little tiresome. Mm. Clone Wars even more so because it just seemed like... The problem with a lot of the Star Wars properties, especially ones that are set before the the first original Star Wars movie, is that you know where it's going to go. You mm. know what the ending is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's almost like, well, then, you know, why are you taking so long to get there? To get there, yeah. Yeah. Whereas when you watch something like it, and it's part of the reason why I like Star Trek Lower Decks is they dive really, really deep in a comedic way into like the, the memes and, you know, the, the stuff that you've seen in Star Trek for all these years. You know, the first officer is a Riker like character, but you know, amped up to 11 and the, the dynamic between the captain on the show and her daughter, who was really the main character, um, God, I can't think of her name now off the top of my head, is is just so funny. Amazon Prime, yeah. Do you have that? No. Oh, shit. That's too bad. I occasionally have it. So what will happen is I'll, I'll get it for free or I get it cheap for a month and then I binge on everything in Amazon. <laughs> well, keep a note of um, the next time you get it for free and check out check out Lower Decks. Yeah. If you like Star Trek, you know the, the the big problem with the current Star Trek shows. Number one, they're written very very poorly. Uh, but the the big thing for me is they pay absolutely no attention to continuity. So oh. they'll take something like the, the Klingons, for example. Yeah. That yeah. you know, long established characters that have a, a, a reasonably deep history in Star Trek, and they'll just 
change all of it to meet the parameter of, of whatever BS they're trying to do with the show. And Discovery took that to a whole new level because Discovery was supposed to be taking place before the original series, like 10, 15 years before the original series. And they had already established. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They'd already established in the original series where they didn't have like the ridges and all of that. And the start of like Next Generation where they did. There was like something that happened between the original series and the the Next Generation that mm. they somehow got these ridges. And they kind of went into that in Enterprise where they talked about how they lost the ridges. Because when Enterprise first started, they had the ridges. And then by the fourth season, they had a couple of episodes that explained, okay, well, this is why. This is why they don't in the original series. So they took the time to do that. And then Discovery came along and said, well, not only do they have the ridges when they weren't supposed to, we're going to make them pink and green and orange and red. And it was like, what, what, why would you, why would you do that? And it's, it's things like that. And, and the fact that every, every single character on the show has to cry at least once. So there's roughly four to five crying moments in almost every episode of discovery. And it's tiresome. The show is just, it, it's difficult for someone who is a longtime Star Trek fan to watch. Mm. And what I heard was, well, we didn't make the show for long Trek Star Trek fans or long-term Star Trek fans. To which I say, well, then what are you calling it Star Trek? Call it something else. You know, don't just don't call it Star Trek so that you can pull in an existing audience that knows what that is. Yeah. Just yeah. so that you can have something else. Yeah. You know, it was like that new Captain Scarlet show that was just so bad. Just, Not that the original one was, you know, all that brilliant to begin with, but at least at least it had some history behind it. Yeah, yeah. And you just you just on everything that uh, that Jerry Anderson tried to do. Same oh, thing with like nice. Thunderbirds and all the rest of the shows that they've tried to remake. It's like you've yeah. you've lost what it was that made those shows popular or at yeah, least worth I'd, watching I'd, again and again. I just don't get. Because it's an, it's a known property, so somebody has bought the rights to that known property, and they're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna. So, so what do you think to um, Disney and the Marvel? Uh, what if? I've only seen the first episode of that. I don't know yet. Um, no. It was it was okay. Um, the problem is the the sequence that they were taking that from was so well done. You know, the, the Captain America first Avenger movie. I really, really liked that movie. I, I, I felt like they did a good job establishing the character and who he was and why he did the things that he did. And you're basically saying, okay, well, this person looked in one direction instead of another and so she became Captain Britain or whatever her name was in the show. Yeah. And it just didn't ring that true to me. You know, it has to be, there has to be an event more than I didn't, this person didn't smile 
or didn't look in the direction that they were supposed to originally for there to be a divergence of the existing timeline. And it, it, it wasn't there. Now, once she became, you know, Captain whatever, Captain Girly Pants, um, for, <laughs> I, see, now I can't use, I don't know if I can use this or not, just because I said Captain Girly Pants. Um, it, got, it, it got much better. And I kind of liked the flow of it. Up until they gave Steve Rogers the armor. That made no sense to me. Other than to, we still have to have Steve Rogers in this somehow. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, why do that? But they did. It would have made <clears throat> it would have made more sense for them to kill his character right there at the beginning and for her to have this I'm fighting on in his name kind of thing. I thought that would yeah. have been a more interesting arc yeah. than them smiling at each other as she like towers over him because she's now the She-Hulk <laughs> with the Captain America formula running in her. And the guy that was the, the U S army colonel that was supposed to be in charge that just kept like changing everything he was saying over and over again, depending on whether they did something good or something bad, just an annoying character that added nothing to the story. And it, it, it's kind of like if you're baking a pie, don't add things to the pie that aren't going to enhance the flavors of the pie just to say that they're there. I think you should, though. I, li I like extra pie? bits in pie. Okay. I was, I was like, are we talking about the show or the or pies now? 